Welcome to the Music Buzz, the home for unfiltered reviews for projects you never heard of. I'm here with both of my buds here today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Oh, you're yeah. Oh, thank you, Chris. And welcome back, by the way. We missed you the last episode talking about the R&B, R&B albums there. Uh, um, so man, I wish I was here, but... Yeah, no worries. No worries. We're back together again. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at jpowellmusic. Uh, and... Uh, on instagram so check me out there and then also uh i do a couple podcasts myself surprise because everyone does um but (laughs) (laughs) but i do a a music podcast a guitar podcast called the 440 guitar podcast uh i have over 70 episodes on there and i've interviewed some really cool uh artists artists that are local artists that are not so local like orianti for example uh so be sure to uh subscribe to that also i do a video game podcast with my good friend arthur thomas and preston has been on the show as well the gamers the number four life podcast uh it's a really fun show it's for people who who are hardcore gamers or just like a little bit of gaming or just you know appreciate it follow me on there uh and uh yeah those are those are the big stuff i'm doing nice shout out to you jerome man what's up everybody you guys can find me at bristopher reeves on instagram i am a host of a soon-to-come podcast called the podcast about nothing we're having some issues with apple and spotify because you know they're hitting on greatness but that ain't gonna stop us we're gonna come real soon all right guys but i'm glad to be back here with the music buds man yeah last weekend you know i'm ready to talk about this project that we got to talk about mm-hmm. i'm about to i'm about to like fix your plug real quick because it's the podcast about nothing the thank you <laughs> sorry very very fancy very proper pinkies up <laughs> <laughs> very cool yeah looking forward to that one man once that one's out i will be uh subscribing and uh being an avid listener man oh appreciate it man yeah all right and uh today we are talking about ronald c lee jr um, he sent me two of his EPs albums, I guess, uh, Open Gym Volume 1 and Open Gym Volume 2. So a uh, quick disclaimer, um, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't like about the project, but we do have honest criticism. Speak for yourself. It. Speak for yourself, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. All right. This, this is you okay. talking, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... We do have our honest criticisms. I have my honest <laughs> criticisms. Um, so, but and I want to give a quick summary about all of it before we get into it because I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on every single song. I do like Ronald C. Lee Jr. I don't know if I like him as a rapper. I do like him as a poet. Um, but between volumes one and volume two, there was definitely some improvement. So I, we got to give him credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jarrell, Chris, did you want to give a quick summary before we get started? Uh, Jarrell, you want to go first? Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so shout out to you, Ronald. Uh, you've been through a lot, man. Uh, student research on uh, his website. Uh, he was he was in prison for over six years. Uh, he's done a lot of he's done a lot of time, and he's had a lot of real life uh, danger and interactions. So. You know, we, we have some some artists out there that you know they they're good musicians and they maybe talk about the streets, but they never really been in it. Ronald's been in it, uh, and and like Preston said, he is he's a very talented. Yeah, he's about it, and, and and he's a very talented poet. I do agree as well. Um, so shout out to you, Ronald. Uh, my specific uh, critiques are nothing to do with you as a person, specifically to do with the music, because that's what we do here at the Music Buds. We critique the music in general, uh, not really the person. So that that that, that that's my side. And Chris, so honestly, Jarrell and hit it on the head with that one because honestly, as as a person, I'm definitely a fan. Like, like hearing some of the content that he's talking about. And hearing some of the the topics and like you could really feel that he the genuineness and the authenticity of what he's talking about. Like he's he's not bullshit. Like mm-hmm. he's really yeah. telling you what he's been through and what he's gonna he's going through and how he's grown as a person. And you gotta respect that as an individual. So when my, my critiques come in, it's honestly not even him as an artist and I honestly feel like it wasn't fair to kind of critique some of this but we'll get more into that 
but yeah, that's where I kind of stand. And I, I definitely agree with you guys on that. Um, at one point of the first project, I think I was like, I like him as a storyteller. I think if he could get storytelling and rapping and put it together, he would be fired. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll get into that. Um, so we're gonna start off with the first track of Open Gym Volume One, uh, twelve twenty-three. Not sure if this was be like a verse number or time stamp of some kind, um, but I guess since we're getting right back, it like the beat was cool to me. Um, I, I think his message, his content is very dope, especially like across a lot of his music. But I think. So- the problem that I have with the songs, most of them, and in fact, is just like the flow. I feel like a lot of it sounds very amateur. And to me, because once we get later on into the projects, like he has some spoken word tracks on there. I won't even say tracks. He just has some spoken word. And I'm like, all right, I like this. This is dope. But when it comes to the rapping on top of a beat, I feel like he definitely needs help with that. Um, and again, this was volume one, not volume two. He definitely improved. And with this song specifically, I couldn't really tell if he's trying to get people to turn up or what, because the beat was a very like upbeat turn up kind of vibe. But then the content was very opposite. <laughs> like it was a very real, honest message, which, again, I fuck with it. Just I feel like it didn't fit together with this track. Yo, what? I don't know if I should have been happy and upbeat or like talk, thinking about some real shit real quick. I was a little bit confused there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. For this song, um, it seems like one of those to me. I thought the song in general that it was a good song to start the album. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best song in in general as far as on the album. My personal opinion. I think the to me. I think the I think the production on it needs some work i feel like the bass is too loud um and i feel like it it's either it's either processed too much or too little like compared to the other uh other like tracks or beats or whatever throughout the album this one seems really rough still to me just something to do with the 808 it just it just didn't sound right i think it's a little too loud uh and and it is the, the content in the song is definitely like there's some I've seen some shit like <laughs> like that's kind of like that's kind of like the theme like I've seen some shit but I do agree with Preston and it is a theme throughout just kind of like where he is I guess as a rapper in this particular album uh yeah the it, it sound his his flow is very kind of like stagnant and off and it doesn't mold well with the production to me uh for this song um I like some of the lyrics in the song but I think when it comes to his flow, it just seems very, it doesn't mesh well with the beat. Um, it seems like he just picked pick, pick a beat to try to rap on, in my opinion. Um, and uh, yeah, like it, it, the, totally the song is a good one to start for the beginning of the song. But I just think from a production standpoint, from a performance standpoint, um, I just thought it kind of struggled. Definitely. And that's one of the that's one of the things I have a problem with and with most of the songs is that production and like everything is just not together. It feels like stuff was kind of just thrown together and just expected to work. Like there's kind of like no harmony and kind of what's going on with, with, the, with the song or the music. So and it's noticeable. Yeah. 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 And then uh, with the next track, Winner, Not a Loser. From the beginning, I just knew this track wasn't for me. Um, I didn't think it was just the way he started off with the rapping, or maybe it was just like the beat and just uh, just the beginning in general. Um, the, the content again, it's it's interesting. Like he he's saying some stuff there, but the flow I just couldn't get with at all. And then he like does this thing where he's like using uh, what's the word conjunctions like and then to like extend a bar or like trying to make a bar fit, and I'm just like. Again, like that's like another like amateur thing in my head. Like when I think of rappers doing that, is like you didn't know what else to say, so you just extended a line or extended a word just to try to make it fit and fit with your flow. And I, it just didn't work for me. I, I'm glad you mentioned that, Preston, because I think that's a big problem. That's something that I think he needs to work on if he wants to continue to do the rapping thing. Is that I feel like he sits he 
he's too tight on the two and the four versus you know when you're rapper you flow within it and the same type of flow he has like the same type of flow for every single song and like you said he'll add certain words to kind of stretch to hit that four or to hit that two you know and it doesn't sound natural it's a very unnatural sound it sounds I, like yes 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 yeah i mean i hate this song i'll be honest with you <laughs> I this oh. song this song I hate I don't I, I just don't like it I think personally he could have took he, he and I know there's only like there's only seven songs on the record but I mean if you're gonna show if you're gonna if you're gonna put your best foot forward like take the song out like I just I just feel like it wasn't a very good song you know maybe a decent idea he had a, maybe a couple good lyrics in there but uh but yeah this song it was it wasn't it it wasn't it for me what about you Chris now that's probably the nicest way to put it honestly it, it really <laughs> just wasn't it to be honest mm-hmm. and keep it about i tried i try to like it. i really tried to like it. i heard it a couple times i had it bumping for a bit but yeah it was like a stiff flow going on and honestly at the end of the day you just got to understand if it's not sonically pleasing i'm you just not going to have more listens or replays on that so yeah yeah yeah, who's gonna start this next one? I, I don't want to start off with the negativity. <laughs> can we actually can we start with something we like? Like, can we? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the uh, I thought the hook was uh, daring. You know, it was trying to be something different. Yeah, yeah, I realized. <laughs> wait, wait. So I realized. <laughs> I had a I had a note on that one too. The yeah. hook, oh, the hook man. itself, the hook itself, I think was dope. It was that mm. extension of the hook when he starts the yeah yeah I was like that you didn't need that oh he lost it. it I was like you didn't need that part in there like you could have left that out and the song would have probably been a lot better without it um because mm. unlike a lot of his other tracks the beat and his content fit together on this song at least I yeah. think so the flow is way better but then like that little extension to the hook I was just like and you just fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Like that that was where I was at. I was like, come yeah. on. It was like you had it and then you fumbled it. Like Yeah. <laughs> um you know what I you know what I think too for this song, and I think what I'm gonna say here is gonna be an example of this song. Like, I think they say that like the best way to, to improve on your craft is to work with other people, right? Um, and I hundred percent agree with that. Like I'm talking to so many people in my guitar podcast that are professional guitarists. And every time I ask them as far as like different questions around, like how, like your thoughts on like, just like working on your craft and everything, they all almost say the same thing as far as like the best way to get better is to keep doing what you're doing and to do it with other people. Like, and I think, I think that would ring true for Ronald C. Lee because I don't think he, he realizes the stagnation within how he raps. Like it's very, I am Tambiter ish, you know, like a poet would do. Um, and, and, you know, instead of him doing that daring hook, you know, if he had a different musician feature to do it, or even another rapper, like, I feel like that can help, it can help him with, to mold him to kind of help you know, with, with how he's rapping. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, uh, Preston. I do think the song is better constructed, much better than winner, not a loser and 1223 as well. Um, it's not my favorite song on the album, but, uh, it is better. It is progress. It's like the album is progressively better to some extent. So. Chris. Uh, I want to go back to what Jarrell said about, you know, uh, tendencies as a poet. And that's honestly kind of how I felt about these songs. It's just like, he doesn't really sound like a rapper. He sounds like a poet that you just kind of put, and they put a beat on him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's kind of hard, it's kind of hard to kind of differentiate sometimes because it's just like, as a poet, I think he sounds fire if we're just talking mm-hmm. poetry. Yeah. Like the way he's talking, his content, everything, that's fire. But yeah. musically, it's just... It's just not clicking. It's just not coming together. And these yeah. these, two, these last couple of songs kind of had the same issues, sort of. It didn't click. I, I think it's interesting, too, as far as, like, and, and I agree with you, Chris. And, I'll, and I remember as I was listening to these songs, uh, and this song as well, of course, 
but I was like, what? Who does it well that has a poetry type of sound, but it's just more natural rapping? And I thought of rappers like Pharaoh Monch, who's like, he's like one of those aliens when it comes to like his rapping he's like one of the greatest like rappers of all time but he has a very poetsy type of sound to you um to you wow i, <laughs> I think he Pharaoh does Mach slander man i think I, I think i think i think he does but pharaoh Mach, he can i mean don't don't get it twisted you said he's the best rapper to you no, I said he's one of the best. Okay. I said he's one of the best. And sure, it's still to me, but I, I, I think that could, I think one of the best can be proven. But um, uh, Black Black Thought, I think he he has a very poetic type of notion, but, mm -hmm. you know, he has incredible pockets. Um, Saul Williams, I feel, I, 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 like Saul Williams is probably more of a comparable person because uh, he's, he's like a poet's poet, but... I think Saul Williams even like he has different rhythms and flows and doesn't stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. He hasn't. I mean, he he's not one of those guys that like releases stuff for the radio. <laughs> you know, he's very he's very off the grid. And if he releases something, he does. But um, him as a poet, like he even has different like pockets that he rhymes within, and then sometimes he just goes on like a, an amazing like poet tangent. But um. But yeah, man, it's just weird. Like trying to think of like people that that have a poetsy sound, but really does a natural job rapping. Can you think of anybody like that, Preston? Um, I I actually never even thought about it until you mentioned it. And when you said mm. Black Thought, a thought came across my head. <laughs> but um, the thing is with Black Thought, I feel like it's. Well, Black Thought compared to uh, Ronald C. Lee, and I'm not not to like directly compare to Black Thought's a fucking legend, but mm. it's like a uh, Black Thought has like vocabulary and stuff that he uses that makes his rapping good, and that made me think about these projects. And I was just like, it, he uses a lot of like simple words, and I think that's probably where he has the issue filling in those blanks to fit the two and the four, like you were talking about earlier. Like yeah. he uses like a lot of simple, simple raps, simple rhyming. And I think that's what separates his poetry from his rap. I feel like in poetry that could work a little more, but with rap, you need to kind of finesse it. And I don't right. think he does that. Thinking about it now. Honestly, it's giving me common vibes. Common. Mm, I don't know but if I agree with that. I don't I don't know if well you know it's funny you mentioned that too, Chris, because it's gonna be a heated conversation. <laughs> but but he his flow is and I'm actually really glad you mentioned him because he, he he's definitely I would say is a poet as well, but he's very his flow is so smooth. Really natural like like flow is just really dope and his like you said, finesse. Common has mad finesse. Like Water for Chocolate, one of the best, one of the one of the dopest albums. You know, like really finesse. Uh, so yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know, man. I think, and he's actually from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> actually, we'll talk about that later. I don't. I, I, I'll talk about that later. But um, but I know, yeah. I guess we could as, talk. We could talk about that now, actually, because we didn't bring it we? up in the summary. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was one okay, of the yeah, things that. that I didn't really like. Um, not not that you're from Chicago. I, if it sounds like you have a a southern. Well, he has. I, I don't even know if you're listening, but either way, it sounds like he Ronald C. Lee has a southern sound, and to me, I'm just not a fan of that sound. If you don't do it right, like like I suggested, it sounds too simple. But he did mention he was from Chicago on a second project. Um, so I was just like, where did the sound come from? Like the and mm. uh, so I, I I feel like he has too much of a southern sound and not I, I don't I don't hear Chicago in it other than the content. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think the Oh, go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Oh no, no, I just wanted to say it. Like that's a very fair uh, fair look at it. Yeah, and I think I think if 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 he if his sound is very different, like try to try to approach it in a way that would make sense for him in his flow. Like, cause like big boy, for instance, I remember watching an interview or listening to an interview um, and 
big boy's sound he said that he has to like he he approaches rapping very like it's how he's speaking is very unnatural when he raps like he he does like a different type of thing with like his chest and all types of stuff to get the flow because he he didn't like how if he just rapped he didn't like the tone of his voice so like he like changed it up and i think he sounds great Mm -hmm. but from when it comes to ronald c lee like yeah i it sounds different it sounds a little off i think a lot of it is a pitch thing um i think sometimes sometimes rappers they forget there's a pitch you have to meet in the song you know so like if you're if you're speaking at a higher register and the song's at a lower register it's gonna sound clashy you know and i think it does sound clashy a little bit in in this project you know in in particular and then uh let's get on to this next track which is i guess not even really a track it was a spoken word which to me is one of my favorite things that he's done on both of these projects let's start off with Mm -hmm. you chris because you've been quiet Wait, hold up one second. You know what it is? Is that damn I'm gonna be shitting on this album, but I've been hearing it all day and I'm really just zoned out from everything. Everything kind of just sounds together right now. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you this, I'll tell you one of the spoken words that I really, really fucked with. And um, I don't know if this was either the first volume or the second volume, but um Chicago made me. Uh, I think that was the second volume. Yeah, damn. volume two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, um, it was dope. <laughs> if I had to just get into it real quick, it was just one of those um, the spoken the spoken word definitely like hit home. Like you really felt what he was talking about, and there was kind of like no beat or nothing like that. Everything was straight acapella, so there was nothing distracting you from whatever message he was saying. Yeah, and I was I was here with him. I was just like, "Yo, I'm feeling you, fam." Like mm-hmm. for real, for real. Yeah. Yeah, and you can feel that that is that is where his uh, expertise lies, right? When it comes to just him as a, you know, even from listening to I Realize and then listening to this, you know, track uh, State State. It's like night and day, man. I don't know what it (laughs) is. Yeah, (laughs) you're a dope ass poet, dude, but rapping, ah, I don't know, like. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know either. When uh, when Stay True came on, I was like, all right, this called my attention. He clearly has something to say. And then I was just like, at the end of it, like, do this in music. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> tell you how to do it, but do it in music. Because I, honestly, I feel like the beats on a lot of his stuff is a crutch to, to what he has to say. It's like the beats yeah. kind of messes messes up everything for me. So like, like I said in the beginning, like I like him as a poet. I don't know as a rapper. Yeah. Can we talk about the beats for a second, too? I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, keep walking over you, dog. I'm sorry. I'm with you, Gerard. Like, I don't know if he has an engineer. I don't know if I mentioned that, but if you don't have an engineer, dog, please get one. And if you do have one, you need to fire him, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. this these projects would be a lot better if they were just mix and master a lot, a lot more. If there was just a little bit more effort on that mix and mastering, I feel like we would have a totally different opinion on some of these songs. Yeah. Why is it that it's the ones closest to you usually can never be trusted? If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And it's obvious that we don't stand for nothing because we are falling. And it is truly sad to see that instead of collectively collaborating, we rather compete. All right, so we got some technical difficulties. Uh, we were talking about firing an engineer if he had one. <laughs> you about to fire yourself, Preston? Nah, I'm going to fill that in. I'm going to fill, I'll probably put some of his spoken word in between there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, heavy as hell. All right, but I'm guessing we left off at uh, track four, which is spoken word, which is stay true. Yeah. So, yeah. Stay true. Very powerful statement, short, straight to the point, really on something like, I'm not bullshitting you, just a straight up message. He's not trying to give you double entendres. He's not trying to give you wordplay. He's just kind of speaking real shit. Like, stay true, for real. So I definitely respect that. Yeah, definitely. I think if we were to talk about, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think when it comes to definitely him as a poet, like, 
from what he's saying and the what he's gone through, like it's literally what he's gone through. So that's like absolutely something that I respect from him is that like he's he's been in some crazy stuff, done some crazy stuff. Um, but he's turned his life around, you know, and that's like one of the, like, it's such a huge thing, you know? Uh, so him being able to communicate that, you know, in the, the, the great, you know, poetic nature that he does it. Uh, I think all these spoken word ones are pretty good, really good. And, 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 uh, a nice thing to hear. And then after that was live like Kings. And oh, my six- homies, we gonna ride. <laughs> I'm happy you did it because the first thing I heard when this when this song came on, I, I immediately was just like, no, no. no. <laughs> you said it. I'm not. I'm not gonna live like a king. <laughs> but again, he has a message. He has content, and it, mm. it's just putting it together with the music. I'm like, I don't want to keep sounding like a broken record. So if y'all don't have anything else to add to that, wait, we can, like, wait, get through wait, these. Wait. Wait, wait, no. No, I said if y'all don't so, have anything else to add. So, so for for Live Like Kings, I I technically think this is the, in my opinion, I think this is probably the best sounding song in this album, I think. I Darrell. think. Darrell. I think. No. I think. <laughs> no. I'm not saying I I'm not saying I love the song. I'm not because the the hook is really bad. <laughs> the hook is really bad. Uh but I do I and I'm not really a big fan of the beats on this this project in its entirety, but I think for this one and him and him rapping, at least he's rapping at a register that's trying to match the beat, which I had a problem with the entire project. Mm-hmm. I appreciate him trying to do that. So it's kind of like it's kind of like you turn in a like a C plus paper. It's like I see what you're trying to do. Like I think you need to fix, you know, I need to fix like nearly, you know, twenty five percent of the song. But I see what you're trying to do. So I think out of all the songs, it's probably my my, my favorite song on the album. But yeah, mm. yeah. Chris, you got anything to add that we haven't already said? We gonna ride. <laughs> so on to the next song. <laughs> We're going to ride to the next song. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's not even a song. It's another spoken word. And again, like, I, I look forward to these. I was like, this is dope. Now, what what makes me dangerous does go yeah, hard. Yeah, I was like, really no. Dangerous. No, but, it's no like... but that that spoken word was really dope. Like, I really enjoyed that one. And I was like, I really look forward to his spoken words. And then the songs come on, and I'm just like, because eh. you're because you're you're drowning when the songs come on, and then it's fucking word. It's like, oh, I'm above water. <laughs> so, so all I know is he said, "What makes me dangerous? Being a responsible individual." And I was just like, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that shit. Hell yeah. Paying my taxes on time. <laughs> Positive shit, and I was with that. I was like, yes. That's what makes me change. <laughs> but no, like all jokes aside, what he was saying in his spoken word was dope. It was just like, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, but you know, uh, it was one- joked about that because, you know, it's not the usual topic like, oh, I'm I'm a killer. I got a gun. Yeah. I got this and that. It's really on some like, yo, I'm responsible. I take care of my daughter. I take care of my wife. I take care of my people's. And having that positivity is what makes me dangerous. I'm yeah, like, there was something really? that he had said at the end. I wish I wrote it down, but there was something that he said at the end where he was like, uh, he was like, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll slide for my people, but something I, I wish it could, I wish I was able to think about it, but yeah, like that spoken word. I really enjoyed. Well, it's one of my favorite spoken words. Oh, ahead, no. Right. oh, no. Oh, no. I was just going to say, it's one of my favorite spoken words that he's done between yeah. the two projects. Yeah, for sure. He definitely said raw in like eight different ways at the end. Like and then uh the last track came on Lonely. What should I got to say about that? Uh I was lonely too, man. I was lonely too. It could have been left out. I mean, I I, I didn't I, I it was weird. I felt like I don't know why he put it on the album. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like even even like even even when it comes to like the whole song, like the whole project compared to like the song, it feels out of place. Like incredibly mm. out of place. You know what I mean? Because like you have like these really powerful messages, live like a king. And then like you know what makes you dangerous, you know, and he says all this stuff. Mm. And then lonely. 
Like, bro, like, all right, so something. <laughs> I, I get, you I get I mean? where you coming from. I do. I did. I didn't like the flow in this song, like uh, like plenty of mm. other songs. It definitely has a message, but this was the song when I was like, he might be a dope storyteller because he wasn't really doing too much storytelling in the other songs. He was just kind of rapping about his life and you know yeah. he was giving like uplifting words but this one i was like he might be a dope storyteller it, it, it was still it still needed some work but i was like all mm. right he has something mm. he just needs to figure out how to do it and yeah. so yeah i think this is i wouldn't say one of my favorites on here because i don't even know if i had a favorite on volume one um just say it preston i said mine you say yours. no i don't you like Low, have, lowly is I your have, favorite. I have, just, I, have, I have stars. I have stars next to what makes me dangerous. That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, like, okay. the spoken word was absolutely my favorite thing on these projects. Um, For sure. I realized I think had potential, but then that little extension to the hook, I was just like, yeah, you, you ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to um, know why the hook was so out of pocket like that that that's what really bothered me about the song like well i realized yo it was just so far from where the pocket was and i'm like yo is this on purpose like yeah and um so to add on to what you said earlier how you said uh that this track felt um out of place compared to the rest of the album yeah just i just thought about the the name of the album open gym like I feel like he's, he's the only one. He's the only one in the gym. Or he he's experimenting. Oh my god! He's practicing. He's practicing. Like he was he was just he was taking his shots. So he uh, might have found some shots in some places that he didn't find some shots in the other. Maybe he's not a three point shooter. Maybe he's a dunker. I think you want to talk yeah. about that. Those spoken words are the dunks to me. Yo, yeah. and the songs the songs are the threes that are hit and misses. And the volume two cover, he got the three pointer now. Yeah, I've seen it. He got the three. With volume three, you better be doing Michael Jordan dunk from half court, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's all I. That's all I know. It's like he's he's playing a horse on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> but but thinking about that's it, sad. it makes sense. It makes no, sense. it makes no, it makes sense with his analogy with like the things he says. I'm like, it makes it makes perfect sense. Would I, would I actually continue it as like a theme? Probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> this is an open jam. I'm on a bud to ram. I just don't. I just I don't know, man. Uh, that was <laughs> a bar from the was, second one, wasn't it? That's the. That's, I think that's both. I think that's both. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know though. The cover art does go hard. I fuck with the cover. Yeah, I, I fuck with the cover art. I think the cover got my hopes up, honestly. I wonder if he drew it, because probably wondering like how, like, did he? I wonder if he drew the the art. Yo, if he, he did, did, if he did, it's good art. He could artist. probably write like a poetry book with some of his art, and I, that would that'd be a guy, that'd be a good way to get his art out if if he doesn't want to continue with the rapping thing. And again, we're not trying to discredit you because we the second right. project is definitely a lot better than the first. So, and yeah. that was and it was only a year apart, by the way. Um, mm. so the, the, the improvement is definitely there. Yeah. You know what makes me dangerous? The fact that I lead with love. Now don't get it twisted. I put my all on the line for mine, but that's only because I protect what I love. I'm dangerous because I shifted my mind from immature thug to epitomizing and exemplifying true, genuine, unconditional, Agape, raw, unfiltered love. So on to the second volume, the Open Gym Volume 2, with Long Live Rollo. As soon as I heard that title, I was just like, Rollo Love, what was his name? Rollo Love from Boondocks. And I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't no reference to him. <laughs> Rollo Good Love. I was wondering if he was talking about the rapper Rollo. That was oh, the one I that popped up. I didn't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so it's interesting, right? When I listened to the, and I did listen to these in sequential order. So when I was on the second project, this, this first song, he seems pretty angry. Like he seems really bothered. I feel like the first project he was like trying to inspire and like, you know, like, you know, like free your mind, this stuff. But this one, this one, like he's talking about like, 
I could get busy if I need to get busy, you know. Like if I like if I want to go hard, like go hard. Like he see he's speaking a very violent. I mean, nature. but like you said, you know like I mean? it's like it's the nature of the beast, though. Like he's been through it, sure. and if he's from Chicago, then like I I get it. Like you, but can't. it's almost, <laughs> but it's almost like a response where like people were like, "Homie, your first album is trash," and it's like, "All right, I'm gonna start with this song," you know, and it starts with Lala Rala. And even and, if and, that was the case, yeah. that was the, maybe he improved. <laughs> maybe so, I mean, it's it, it definitely is a tone setter too. I'm like, this yeah. is a much darker project comparatively to the first one, and even the last, like, did you hear the last bar where he was like, "Killed by me," and I was like, "Wait, what?" Nah, I think I'm yo. I Chicago was here on this point. track, bro. Like, if y'all was wondering if he was from Chicago. This song proves <laughs> like Yeah. He at the end of the end of the song he says he killed somebody. <laughs> That's oh, what I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like wrong. Because this, like, this one no was black a story theory. too. Because this one was a story too. And I was like, all right, yeah. like, I see, like I like this. I like the storytelling. I still didn't like yeah. the way he started off the song, but I like the storytelling. Right. Right. But yeah, I was like, I was like, whoa. You know, like, yeah. So I mean it definitely is a tone tone setter. Also, I want to add this song. I believe didn't have a hook, and I think that may have helped him out. Because Yo, no his, hook. It was straight. Yeah, rap. and I think the no hook may have helped him out on this one. I agree. And I see. I don't know if he's, he he got a uh, engineer for this one, but the project, the first song, definitely sounds a lot better than all of his old songs in the volume one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could tell yeah. the improvement. That would probably be the best track. Like, yeah, yeah. The bass sounds really smooth. It doesn't sound too loud versus all the other, you know, components like the hi hat and everything. So yeah, it definitely sounds more together. Yeah. And then uh, the second track was uh, "Show It." And Show it, Preston. Show I, it. I think that one had a beat. I, I think I think the beat on that one was dope. I I really yeah. I really liked the beat on that one. The hook wasn't great. Again, like I like I've said already, I, I think he has an issue with that. Um, but it didn't turn me away from the song. Like I actually, like I was able to listen to it. Like the the hook didn't take me that out of it. And then the flow definitely sounded a lot better. So like again, like Open Gym Volume Two, like it was immediately an improvement to me. First two tracks right off the bat. I thought the con. So yeah, I think I didn't like the hook. Um, the content was good. The content mm-hmm. was good because he's talking about people that you know say they want to ride for you, but they don't really show it. Like I mean, I think that's a that's a really like solid and very pertinent like theme, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of like in a lot of things in life. So I, I, I thought that was I thought that was good. Uh I just I just didn't care for the hook, like you said. I'm kinda mm-hmm. with you on that. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't think the hook was that bad. See, you got one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? Uh this song show it that gives me like real big G Herbal vibes. I don't know if you guys really listen to G Herbal mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But you know, sometimes he'll rap and he'll kind of be out of pocket on purpose, but you know, it kind of sounds all all right. Mm. So I could see how he's trying to do that because it, it really doesn't sound bad. It doesn't mm. sound bad at all to me. But uh still though, it, it if he just mastered it a little more, just made that hook flow a little bit more with the beat and it would sound a lot better. Better be dunking yeah. on volume three, bro. I better see a dunk on that album cover. I mean, we don't even know if he made the shot. The ball's in the air. <laughs> Yo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's keep going. <laughs> and he's saying swish. I'm not seeing any swish- swishes on this cover, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's keep going. That was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do one jab, dude. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm being so respectful. I'm trying. To- <laughs> Just give me one. Give me one. Again, this is this is not personal at all, as, I, as I've stated. Oh man! Something <laughs> about um the next song, uh, shorty, 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 shorty. I liked. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the flow so much because this one, this song sounded like it had the most, the most southern flow to me. And again, like I'm just not a fan of that. Like, like, like gritty, like the nitty gritty, like southern flow is what I got from the flow. Um, but the story and like the storytelling again, like I'm a fan. Like I like when you tell stories. I really do. I like it when he tells his stories because I feel like he can do it well. And um, 
this is one of the, the one of the good examples of that too. That's what you know what, and that's what makes me that's what makes me mad about this song is that this he's saying really crazy shit in this song, mm-hmm. really deep stuff like seeing like someone like like uncle or someone get killed in front of them, and like yeah, that it was line like a kid said, growing like, up and like yeah yeah. It, it's it's really descriptive but the there's a couple things that i'm like one of the things is you know the flow but dude the ad-libs, the oh, ad-libs you did dude. mention that you mentioned that off where he's like yeah like where he's like i'm like why are you doing that stop it's like it's distract to me it's literally like like seriously it's distracting from telling the story which he tells very well and i think i saw i watched a video of him of him uh performing this uh live and i think it was yeah and i think it was like in an acapella thing because he asked people to like clap their hands or the snap or whatever Mm -hmm. and he sings and he does the song and i thought it was really dope you know and yeah, the, the storytelling is very, very good in the song. I just feel like everything else is kind of distracting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some ad-libs, bro. Some ad-libs. And yeah. About that, is, this is a completely different flow than what he's shown in like his past songs, too. It's very slowed down, very melancholy vibes. But, you know, I, the content of the song, Shorty Shorty, he's talking about, you know, all the adult responsibilities, the grittiness he had to deal with as as a young as a youngin. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like as a youngin, I had to put food on the table, food in the fridge, and now I'm. It's some real shit going on, but yeah, the yeah, them ad libs, bro, like yeah, unnecessary as hell. I, I don't yeah. see the ad libs like I heard them, but I don't think it took away from me. I think the flow took away enough, but like the ad libs, I, I I didn't mind them too much. Mm. Um, there was a song later on where I was just like, why are these ad-libs here? But we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. I guess, but I won't say it. And then uh, Chicago Raised Me was the next track. Might be my a, favorite spoken another word. spoken word. And yeah. fire, bro. Like this, is, I haven't noted here. I was like, I would I would love to go to like a, like a poetry lounge and like hear him perform some of this stuff. So when you said he has Shorty Shorty live and acapella, like I, I'm really about to go look that up after this because I really yeah, want to hear. It. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, crazy man. That's anybody that has pride for their city or whoever they come from, they could they could relate to it, especially in a uh, metropolitan city like you know Chicago, New York, California, and stuff like that. It's it's relatable to anybody that's has been raised in those types of environments and stuff so i'd fuck with yeah. chicago yeah yeah I, is this is this the um is this a spoken word where he was like all the homies that that i, I grew up like that i grew up with have died and he said died really loud i thought that was really impactful if that's this spoken word in particular but i was like oh i really liked i really liked how he decided to like to do that, uh, yeah. that phrasing, you know, I was like, oh, that was impactful, you know, but and that's yeah, man, like, that's the thing with spoken word is just how you say it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he does it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said the good and the bad, like gave you the beautiful parts of Chicago and the reasons why he hates the shit. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. And then, um, after that was stop gang banging. I'm going to say this is my favorite song. Like, me too outside of the uh outside of the spoken words this is my favorite song and i do think I, I don't think it was perfect but i was able to bump to this like as soon as it came on and like i feel like his rapping and the beat just like it it was just like nice and together with each other um and he like i said i could still use some work on like flows and stuff but like i really fucked with this song when it came on i heavy yeah I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I, I was, yeah, I, I didn't really have too many critiques with this song. I was like, yeah. I like this, this works. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what he should, I, in my personal recommendation too, I think he should try to experiment with some other like producers or whatnot, because I think with his style, right with his style and with like his tone of voice i think he needs a producer to complement with that more you know and and i i feel like a lot of the beats through both albums like there are times where i thought i was listening to like the volume one and i was like oh shit this is volume two you know so i think the beats to my opinion they're a little too similar with like every song almost so i think i think if he tries to 
you know, experiment with another producer to really like try to try to dig deep into like the, you know, to match, you know, the tone of his voice. I think that would benefit a lot, but, but going back to the song, stop gaming. Yeah. I was like, this is my favorite song on, on the project. Probably compared, probably out of the two projects personally. So absolutely. I'm not mad at those comparisons, honestly, but I feel like the next two songs after them is a lot better, but I can understand. And also I don't feel like it's fair. Because I don't like to batch a song that says "Stop Gang Banging." Man, the content on this was fire. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then, and then the beat, and the beat, and everything was just like a like this. Remember how I said in Volume One and the first track, I didn't know whether to turn up or or like to yeah. feel what he was talking about. He did both of those in this. It was turned up and he was still able to like get the message across. Yeah. Like this could be a, this could be a single, like if he wanted to, to go into that atmosphere, like this mm-hmm. song would be the one I would choose. So yeah. 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 And you yeah. said, uh, slice three sixteen. you liked Chris. I think that's my, that, I think that's the best song out of both. Mm-hmm. Me, I was like, that's all the same problems from all the other songs that I didn't what? like. Yeah, I didn't like it. it wasn't for me. I barely, rem- I barely remember it to be honest with you. I remember <laughs> Streak. I remember Street Kings. Oh, because of those remember- ad libs, right? Oh god, we'll go <laughs> into wait, it. Wait, but- we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. But but tell me, t- tell me what you liked about about Slice. Chris? I felt like it was the most cohesive. Uh, as a as a song, it was the most cohesive. Mm. Like the beat, production, the the he was talking about some real shit, but he was making it catchy. At the mm. same time, like I, I call myself like really vibing on some like I could hear this song in the background as well. And I don't know, man. It was it's just sonically pleasing to me, man. I was just like, yo, this is this is it. This is the best song for me. Right here. Can I ask you a mm. question real quick? Were you under the influence when you listened to this song? Oh come on, <laughs> Preston, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, at least 75% of music lovers are under the influence when they enjoy their music. That's right. That's right. Hey, not me, man. (laughs) Bro, reggae music, like it was literally made under the influence. (laughs) And a great and great music, goddammit. When I hear this song, so when I hear this song, I hear all the same problems from all the other songs. That I, yeah, I'll, it wasn't. I'll have to go like back. I'll, I'll have to go back to it. I I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, I think for the beat, sometimes I feel like there's sometimes where it's like off timing. Like like it's like some of the some of the 808s are a little slower than him rapping on like the two and four or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, something felt off. I want to say this is the same song. It felt slightly off. Something about the beat. I was like, something feels slightly off, but. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so that's all I'd say about that. And then, uh, Street Kings came on and another one, I had the same issues with this song as all the other ones, but the ad libs on this one really stood out to me, dude. I I could not get past the ad libs. See, there's, there's a, there's an, it's, it's interesting because it made me realize how much of an art ad libs are just to songs, period. Like I, like, um, uh, Return of the Mac, where he said "Pump up the world." That was an ad lib. It's like one of the best ad libs like, ever, you know. Like, like it, it wasn't. I don't even think it was intended to be there, you know. But so it's just like there's certain ad libs that just fit so well. But it is an art. Like it. Yeah. And he he's almost every other bar he's doing an ad lib where you don't have to do that like jennifer's project i want to say i'm trying to think if it might have been old soul but like she did ad libs but it wasn't every other and then like it just worked it flowed well i just felt like he was trying too hard with the ad libs and like with like the 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 filter on his voice you know Mm -hmm. like it's just yeah it was too much it gave me like heavy like young thug vibes but it was like times 100 like Mm. And I was just like, yeah. yeah, like you said, every other word, every other bar is, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kings. <laughs> I would say yeah. gave me like Trippy Red kind of ad libs. Yeah, like, I don't fuck with Trippy. So it, even if it gave you Trippy Red, <laughs> fuck that. Nah, I don't care. Oh, come on, yo. You just don't like none of the new people. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. 
Uh, it's so not Jonah Lucas that you like. Reason? So str- right, that's not fair, man. That's TDE. What do you mean? <laughs> he's like, he's oh, the newest man. artist on TDE, and nobody even like talks about him the way I think they should be. But that's a whole nother conversation. Now you're right. You're we right. Should, we, we should have that on an episode in the future. We gonna talk about reason? We could talk about reason. Teach, teach us about reason, bro. Shit. All right. Bet. <laughs> I already know why reason is 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 why he at, but uh, like I said, another conversation, man. You trying to? Uh, you yeah, know, now, another I conversation. To, now I now I gotta <laughs> listen to all reason shit, and so I can be a part of the combo. I'm gonna do another that. Another conversation. But if you want to talk about new artists that I like, like it's the type of music that I like. Benny the Butcher, Reason, like just Griselda as a whole. Like there's a lot of newer artists that I enjoy. I just don't like the. The new sound, I guess you could say. Like, I, I don't like it. You're a purist in, in, in regards to, to hip hop. So yeah, like, I guess you could say that. Like, I like I listen for I listen for rhyme schemes. I listen for for lyrics. Like, I, so like when it comes to like just the newer music, and it's just like, oh, let's turn up, and they're not saying shit. I, I don't care. I really don't. No, you ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong. But you know, sometimes motherfucking beat come on, and they be saying some shit. Shit go hard, like. <laughs> I, I I agree with both of those things. I think <laughs> there's sometimes I'm sometimes I'm in I'm in mood for X and sometimes I'm in mood for Y. So yeah, there, like. there's other there's stuff I could tolerate. If it's Friday night, I'm not trying to handle J Cole on a Friday night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it, let's keep it but his project, but his project was fire, bro. This it was a classic. One track in, it was a classic. It was <laughs> insane. A hundred mil was insane. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. We got we got to stick on Ronald, my man Ronald. I mean, all right, last thing about J. Cole. That last album was mid, but anyway. I, I, you know what? I'm oh, not, my I'm God. Not, oh, you're hurting me, Chris. I'm you're not, hurting my soul. I'm not even, even going to disagree. I'm not even going to disagree. I liked, I liked a lot of that a lot of that album. but Let Go My Hand was was I Let Go My Hand was But the album, the album as a whole was all right. He had, he had some dope songs in it. But anyway... <laughs> Man, Ronald, bro. Sorry, about back to Ronald. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Were we done with Kings? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We were done with Street Kings. Yeah, we so, were so um, lack of knowledge. Another spoken word. My absolute favorite fucking one on out of all projects. My okay. absolute favorite spoken I'm word. I'm gonna make an EP of just his spoken word. Like I'm, I'm being for real. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Like it's really yeah. fucking dope. Because he could have like ASMR type sounds or whatever as he's, I mean, come on, man. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just talking about thematically, like sound effects and him saying his stuff. I feel like I'm in Chicago. Chicago race. <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I swear to God. But yes, yes. I'm just gonna stop because I feel like I sound like I'm disrespectful. Lack of knowledge was was good. It was a good fucking word. It was. It was. I mean, by this time, hopefully he's not listening. So. <laughs> but Ronald, you, you are a man of, 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 you're very talented with this post up, man. Spoken words are fire. Lack of knowledge is very good. Uh, you're, I think you're, I think you have the best spoken words on this album. Definitely, uh, yeah, yeah. Kudos. Yeah, man. And then that was the end of the project. And like we said in the early on, or at least like I said early on, um, you're you're a dope poet. I think your rapping definitely needs some work. But just mm. between these two projects, you you improved. And these were only yeah. a year apart. It's 2021. Where's volume three? Because I yeah. I think you could definitely improve. And I think you have been working on it. So like yeah. I mean it's, it's not too much bad I could say about it, just to work on the work on the music sonically. And honestly you have the content. You gotta give them credit for that too, because clearly there's there's improvement. So mm-hmm. if you're not getting if you're not getting worse, then you can only get better. So hopefully yeah. if he does a volume three, it's probably gonna blow all of our expectations and we're gonna eat our fucking words for real. Like I'd be happy yeah. to see it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as far as for my final critiques, like, obviously, Ronald, you're, you're killing it as far as being a poet. 
when it comes to the music, you know, I highly encourage, you know, to, to improve on your craft as a rapper, uh, work with other artists, you know what I mean? Work with other artists, have them on your features, uh, have, have other artists do like your ad libs and stuff. Like, like everyone that you work with as an artist, you learn, like it helps, it helps you get better. Like it's, it's, there's, there's so many conversations where people will say that. And I highly encourage you to do that as well, because like Preston and Chris said, the second project is better. Like totally, like totally from rapping, storytelling, even poet, even poet, even, even just doing the spoken words. Like I think everything was better in, in volume two than volume one. So yeah, I would just say, you know, keep, you know, keep, keep, keep working on your content. Keep putting content out, man. Cause you know, I, I think, I think you have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. I just think, you know, I just think you just gotta improve your craft, you know, on the, on the rapping and whatnot. And then yeah, with the real man, I'm rooting for him, man. Thanks. I, I think I, I, if he released the volume three tomorrow, I'm definitely going to be listening to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with that, with the end of that, that's the end of Music Buds episode four. And I do want to thank everybody that's been listening. It seems like we got a nice little steady amount of listeners every week, which is dope. I wasn't expecting nice. that. So thank you. Thank you. And um, <clears throat> just keep in mind, we do have a playlist on Apple Music. If you search the uh, Preston, if you search Preston Bud and go into the playlist, you'll see some white boy with my same name. Don't click that. <laughs> That um, is Preston Bud. <laughs> if anyone was curious, that is a hundred percent Preston Bud, ladies scroll, and gentlemen. Scroll all the way to the bottom, and you'll see playlists that I've made. Others like just my personal stash, but in there we also have the Music Buds recommendations, which we have music from each episode that we recorded all in one playlist. So if you don't want to look up the artist individually, just go to that playlist. And if you have us on social media, the Music Buds with two Ds on Instagram and Twitter, the link to that playlist is in the bio, so you don't even have to search anything but our social media. Nice. And with the end of that, uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Hopefully, we got you to listen to listen to Ronald C. Lee. And um, I mean, again, this just wasn't for us. It might not be the same for everybody else because it just like. We've reiterated it's just not my kind of sound, but uh it was definitely an improvement between both projects. Um, so give them a listen. Uh j- just to piggy off piggyback off of that, I just want to kind of say that we're kind of just responsible for our own opinions when it comes to how we interpret the music. So we're just three guys at the same at at the end of the day. So if there's other people that fuck, there's probably gonna be other people that fuck with your shit crazy. So you know what I mean? Uh, just realize that we're not trying to be mean about the shit. We're not trying to be negative, but we're just trying to be as honest as possible. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, Chris. All, all jokes aside, Ronald, I'm proud of where you are today, man. You've been through some crazy shit, like, and you're 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 delivering a positive message that could that could save other people's lives. So for that, I appreciate. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow him, he's Ronald C. Lee with two E's Jr. on Instagram. No spaces. It's all together. Um, Hopefully we added some new music to your ears and we will catch you next week. Peace out, guys. Peace. Smooth operator. Climb from the
top. You thinking that you pop in, but you not. I'm in the city still riding with the Glocks. We got bloody history with the ops. I just really wish the violence would stop. Put the bread up and buy it back the block. I am not a sheep in a flock. One summer heard a thousand some shots. Stop gang bang got paid. Now them blue Benjis just keep on coming. There's money out here, why hate? Get on your paper chase and keep on running. And my family on the black sheep. Make them run when they hit a gun like a track. I'm a runaway, say they gotta catch me. I'm ballin' hard.